Welcome back to Between Sessions. My name is Ebony Harris. And I'm Elisa Volkeen. And we are two brown chicks changing the face of therapy on both sides of the couch. <laughs> You're supposed to join me. I nope. went back to nope. what we do. I didn't know the past few weeks you've added extra emphasis and, <laughs> and pulled it out and slowed it down. And I don't know how to do this. I did the remix, but I said we were going to go back to the classic today. Back to the normal. <laughs> Thank y'all for joining us yet again for another week of Between Sessions. Um, Between are, Sessions during quarantine. Right. We are continuing to social distance, which is, this is probably the longest I've went without seeing you since we met. I know. I'm having difficulties. I'm, having, I'm so thankful for Zoom yes. and FaceTime. Well, not yes. FaceTime. Zoom. Zoom and Zoom. Zoom. We've been, yes, so we've been seeing each other, but it's just completely different. It is um, different. But I can't back. invite you out to eat and you tell me no. <laughs> I'll eat every time. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still be like, I'm fasting, but I'll come sit with you and watch you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll keep you company while you eat. Um, so we're today we're going to work kind of try to take it a little bit away from Corona. I mean, we were talking about still, um, it still can work for now, but I'm sure you, just like a lot of us, are tired of all the conversations being about Corona. So, um, but that's the reality that we're in right now. Uh, Being at home, you know, we don't even know, well, it's a lot of conflicting information about when it's going to stop, when it should stop, and all of that. So, which is an anxiety inducing in it of itself. Because I'm like, why is that even a conversation right now? What about these other countries who had it going before us? I haven't heard about them opening up yet. So, why? Anyways, yeah, yep. anxiety inducing. Still gonna be able to relate what we're talking about today to the present day, but you know, let's let's um. Let's redirect the conversation right. a little bit today. Right, right, right. So um, this, I guess it kind of stemmed a little bit from Insecure, but then I guess we kind of moved it around a little bit. But just talking about just friendship and support um, and what that looks like when it comes to the people that you have in your life. Um, and we're talking, well, just in relation. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't, I, want, I was about to say specifically about friends, but I think it still goes with family and just kind of the understanding of like what it feels like to have support. And when we don't have support, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times, whether you are an entrepreneur or if you're just going through something, like if you are struggling with your mental health or just the daily stressors of life, um, we often look to others to show us support and to, to, show up for us and I think sometimes we're not one as clear we aren't as always as clear about what we need but then two we may have expectations of others that haven't been very uh clear and if they don't meet them then it means way more than us than maybe they're intended to right yeah it makes sense yeah so yes if anybody is watching the new Insecure season, um, everything going on with Issa and Molly and really prompting that conversation about what do we expect of our friends. But I think to piggyback off of what you're saying, it's not just are we clear on what we want, but are we clear in communicating that? 
you know, like, is, is it clear what your expectations are of your friends, of your family members, your romantic relationships? But I think sometimes we see the value and the understanding of that in our romantic relationships or in these closer relationships, but we don't always consider how that might show up in our friendships. I feel like we have even less dialogue, you know, for when it comes to adjusting those types of expectations or um, dynamics in friendship. Yeah, I agree. Because I think it's, it's some expectation that the, especially because you choose your friends, right? So uh, with family, you don't necessarily get to choose those people. Yes, in a romantic relationship, but we often give a little bit more grace to people that we're dating romantically. But for whatever reason with friends, there is an expectation that, especially if I'm calling you a friend or someone I'm really close to, that you know me well enough. You know me better than whoever else. And so the expectation is that you will act accordingly, um, which is not always fair. It's not fair that you have we we often have expectations and sometimes not even realistically but we have expectations that you should treat me exactly how i treat you right. without the understanding of we are two different people who have two different love languages um show up for people in a different way may not see the world the same way you do and so just because we agree and we get along we enjoy each other's company does not mean that when it comes to certain things that we will show up we're, we're not going to always do it right and I think sometimes when we talk about what support looks like, we have very clear understanding of what it is. And so when someone doesn't meet it, meet it as opposed to saying like, oh, that's just not their definition of support. We take it as that means that person doesn't care about me. Yeah. And that person doesn't, doesn't have the positive feelings that you thought they had towards you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think sometimes it's harder to even approach those conversations with friends. Like it's it's even it's even difficult just to say like well I had this expectation I had this um, wanting or what have you like sometimes it's it's difficult I mean depending on the on the relationship but sometimes it's difficult to even approach that like am I tripping like is this is this really something that I should even um, care about or expect but again it's it's not sometimes even knowing how to navigate those conversations right. Right. I think that's a, a, a really good point because it's, it, it does it because it, that person can, we're not used to having healthy communication just in general. That's it. That's it. Just in life. And because when you're growing up, conversations are typically one-sided. Like you don't get to have all the opinions, you know, mm -hmm. in a relationship, we're both kind of standing our ground on what we believe. Like, mm -hmm. so we're not just having healthy, like honest, transparent and difficult conversations isn't a lot what we do most of the time yeah. um and so it's it's just another another situation where it's like okay i have to bring up this thing that makes me uncomfortable and some people do have the belief that oh if we're just if we're real friends we don't need to discuss it we could just get past it we could just move past it yeah and you, you, you end up finding yourself in the same situation yeah you know and i and i think we don't allow enough for our friends to change Right. Like, I, I think we don't allow, especially if you've had a friendship for many, many years, um, you, we don't always give the space in our relationships for our friends to change for the ebbs and the flows of what friendship looks like. And so, you know, we get to this point sometimes where sometimes it, relationships do expire, you know, like relationships do expire. Um, but I think sometimes it is a result of us not knowing 
how to really cope with the changes that maybe our friends are going through, which cause a shift in our friendship. Maybe I was, you know, really used to it, us being together all the time and everything, you know, was about us and our weekends were planned around that or what have you. And like, now you have somebody in your life that maybe you didn't have before. Um, so where does that leave me? And right. then I think depending on our ability to have those conversations of how that makes us feel and really being in our vulnerability, uh, it could be that we just don't have the conversation and then the relationship starts to really begin to, to fall apart at that point. Right, right. Do you think that <clears throat> when it comes to support that there's like a clear definition of what that is or what that means? No, I think because because I think that varies. What may feel supportive to me may not you may not even care about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and so I I think that's something that we have to be clear on what support looks like. Does support look like you know I'm an entrepreneur and so support my business and what have you? Like what's that look like? Um, does that mean I have to tell everyone that I know? that my friend is a therapist <laughs> does that mean that every time you have an event you expect me to be there and pay for a ticket each time does that mean that you sell merchandise so you want i, I, I need to purchase every one of your shirts and tell yeah. people where to get it like i don't have that expectation of my friends but somebody else might have right I think for us, it's a little bit easier because as therapists, there are certain limits that as far as like mm -hmm. my business is, I have a private practice where I see clients. Ethically, I'm not allowed to see my, my friends. So that wouldn't even cross my mind. It's like, you're not supporting my business because that limit is already there. Mm -hmm. Whereas with other businesses, like with Melanin and Mental Health and our merchandise mm -hmm. and things like that, I can see how it may be like, but I don't have the expectation, but then also my friends also support in that way. So it doesn't even cross my mind. Like, yeah. I'm sure I have friends that have never bought merchandise. I'm sure I have friends sure. that have never been to an event of ours. Sure. I wouldn't even expect them. First off, you were the, the time they showed up one time. I was like, what are y'all, why are y'all here? Uh -huh. Like, what's happening? Like, why did y'all come to this? Yeah. So, but that, I, I think sometimes we have to understand that our passions or the things that we're interested in, and, and this is probably more on the entrepreneur side, we could talk about in other areas as well, but the things that we're interested in doesn't necessarily mean that it has to translate to all of your friends. Now, if you right. ask directly, can you show up in this way for me? Can you come and support me? And they say, no, they still have a right to say no, first yeah. off. Yeah. That's up to them. If they don't want to show up, they don't need to. But then that could be a conversation of like, well, that it makes me feel supportive when you do show up, or if you can help me with the merchandise table, if you can do, like, that's different. Uh, but sometimes we have these expectations and we're not expressing it to anybody. Mm -hmm. We're just thinking it internally. And then when the person doesn't do it, they have failed as our friend. Right. Right. And I think again, going back to, to this idea of, are you listening to your friends when they tell you how to support them? You know, I know when I had started my private practice, uh, there was a, there's a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of energy that goes into starting a business and I was really consumed by it and I lost some friends during that time because it was like well you're too busy for us mm. <laughs> you're too busy right and it was like well I'm busy yeah like things have shifted 
but it's not personal against you. It's I'm having these financial responsibilities that I didn't have before and I'm trying to adjust. So what I needed is support in that, in that, you know, example is I need you to just give me some grace and just understand that what I'm going through is not, uh, it's don't personalize my behavior, especially if I'm telling you and not, you know what I mean? So I think, are you listening to your friends when they, they're telling you how to support them? Sometimes support means like giving them a little bit of space to evolve and to adjust. And then like, let's look how does where does that leave the relationship? But are you punishing your friends when you, when you're showing up the way that you think you should show up and that's not necessarily what they need? Right. Right. And, and, and that, I think that goes into just kind of accepting of changes. We struggle a lot when people shift the way to interact with us. Yeah. Um, And it's hard to kind of accept that sometimes that, and and we take it very personally Mm -hmm. instead of like you're saying, like, I'm explaining to you, this is where I'm moving in my life and in my career. And so it's going to look different and I'm going to show up differently. That doesn't mean I'm not there for you. It just means I might not be there in the same capacity I've been for the past five years. The next two may be a lot different. And then, you know, it'll adjust again and it will adjust again. But sometimes we struggle because we want people to continue to be who they are because when things yeah. change, we feel off, off, off balance. Yeah. Um, and so if I have leaned on you in this certain capacity and now you're different, now I feel like my life is shifting in a way and I wasn't planning that. You plan it for yourself. I didn't exactly. plan it for Why are um, you disrupting the status quo? We had a good thing going. And exactly. now what are you doing? <clears throat> Which is yeah. even going into like boundaries. That's a, why people fight so much against when you try to set boundaries for them is because I'm good with the way things are. Mm-hmm. You want things to change. And so when you set that limitation with me, like, I don't like it. It's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, change is difficult. Change is difficult. And it happens in relationships all the time. And it happens in friendships also. And I think, again, one of the things that we have to keep in mind is when that change is happening, how much of that change are we personalizing? Yeah. It, it is the shift in the relationship because my friend really doesn't care about the relationship anymore or is it that my friend is changing and and something has shifted in my friend's life and so but am i taking that personally right 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 and and how do you allow people like you said that space and that grace to like transform and move into whatever they want to do without threatening the friendship or without taking that that piece of support because maybe that's all they need to know is like this stable friendship is still there while I'm going through all of this chaos and all of these things that I is new to me so I need to have something that keeps me like grounded and makes me feel like okay this is my safe space but if you're taking that away because it's not looking the way you want it to then that's not that's really not being supportive at all yeah and I think I would also be really asking myself, okay, so my friend's not supporting me, my friend's not supporting me, blah, 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 blah. Um, am I being supportive of my friend? Like, how often do I show up for my friend the way my friend needs me to show up? Because mm-hmm. sometimes people get tired. Sometimes people get tired of ongoing support that's never reciprocated. So right. is this break in the friendship or this, this, this drop in support, is that because there's not this reciprocal sort of support going on in the friendship. Is that something that's going on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're not feeling supported, when's the last time you've done something to support them? And maybe it is, maybe you do feel like, well, I've done all of these things to support. And it goes, 
it goes right back to love languages and it goes right Mm -hmm. back to like just because you're doing something the way that you think you should doesn't mean that person is receiving it in the same manner doesn't even mean they asked for it or they yeah or they want it (laughs) so you can support me by buying 12 products but when i want to call somebody and talk about it you don't have time to do that that may be the way i actually need support yeah Um, yeah yeah and i think that also goes into just um understanding that everyone isn't there to to provide everything for you i don't know if that makes sense but like yeah exactly so if i'm going through a difficult time i i've told my friends this before um and i had to learn this because i've had the same friends for years um with a few add-ons and a few takeaways but for the most part i've had the same group of friends for a very long time and i had to try to recognize that all of my friends they all I'm close to them. They know me, but I don't go to all of them for everything. When I started, when I decided that I was going to work for myself and do this entrepreneurial life, they all know what's going on. They're all aware of it. But if it's, if I'm having an issue, or if I'm struggling with something, it's a couple of people I talk to and it's a, and the rest of them may not. If I'm going through something in my personal life, it's a few people, I, you know, if I'm going through something with dating or whatever, or work or whatever the case may be like, it's not that they don't know. It's just, I understand that certain people meet different needs and mm-hmm. I do the same for them. Like I meet different needs for my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, if I need to go have a drink or if I need to go do, you know, then you call different people. So I think one, sometimes because we are, we struggle with developing friendships and relationships. So we only have like one person. And so then we expect that one person to be that person for everything. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's difficult. Cause that person is, just one person mm-hmm. who has their own stressors, their own life, their own things going on. And so if, if you're looking at that person to support you in every single area of your life, that can be a lot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say the flip side to that is the person that the friend that wants to be your only go-to the friend that wants to be the only one in your support go-to. system. Like, well, why mm-hmm. are you going to them? Why aren't you coming to me with that? Like, it, this isn't about you. <laughs> like, right. I'm going. <laughs> this is what I need. So this is what I that. need. Yeah. So it it goes both ways. It definitely goes both both ways. And I think also going back to this idea of well, I'm so supportive of my friends, and I've done all this for them. You know, are we keeping score though too? So how much of what you did was was it really? a gift was it really giving if on some level there was an expectation that what you were doing specifically they were going to do back so you know ebony you got this great soap company and i'm going to go and i'm going to buy every one of your soaps in your line and i started a candle company so i expect you to buy every one of mine but you're like i don't even like candles But I bought one of, but I didn't ask you to. Right. I didn't ask you to do that. And, and, you know, I don't want to keep it at the business, but I think that's just easiest for me to talk about. Transactional. It's transactional. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm even, I'm just thinking of a lot of times, is this person, if we're talking about like business wise, is this person truly your ideal client? Like, or, or, are you, or are you just expecting them to do it because you, like, I think about people that, like, started selling hair. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, I sell hair and I can't even get my whoever to buy it. And it's like, well, they were already buying hair before you started right. selling hair. They like, already have to, like, switch <laughs> to this person over there. And so I get that you want them to switch to you. But if I, people are loyal to, to brands and to companies and things like that. And so it's easy. And 
it's, it's a lot that goes into that because I think sometimes we have to do our own reflection of like, is that what you're depending for your income or is it just, is, is that the only way they can support you? If they shared your post, right. if they told their friends about it, if they, and, but they haven't used you, like that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not supporting you. Right. So I think it's very important to, to be very clear on like, why is that the only way that you feel supported? Mm-hmm. And, I, and even if we're going through something with stress related and it's like, well, I want someone that's going to come and sit with me for four hours and, you know, be there for me yeah. and, and not leave me alone. But you have other people that are checking in on you that have brought you food that have mm-hmm. done these other things, but it's like, no, it doesn't matter. Cause you need to be right here with mm-hmm. me. Why is that the only, and typically just like everything else goes to some stuff we have going on in our past and some triggers that are being, <laughs> being hit on. So mm-hmm. really understanding like, why is that the only way someone can support you? And can you identify that there may be other ways people are supporting you but you just didn't recognize it because you were so focused on this one way. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's so true. And, and again, I think more than anything, being aware of what it is that we're expecting of our friends, what is it exactly that I am expecting of you? What is it that I want to feel as a result of you showing up a certain way? And also have I clearly communicated that to you? Have I specifically asked you, can you come and stay here with me? for the next four hours and just drink wine with me while I cry into my wine cup, you know, whatever it may look like. Are you also clearly communicating that to your friends? And are you allowing for there to be, for them to be able to say like, yeah, I can show up for you like that. No, I can't, but I can show up like this. Right. Like, so are you giving people the opportunity to even adjust that? Does it even work for them? Um, and, and to be, and to be fair, it may be that you get to a point in your relationship where maybe you have been really clear about what it is that you want from your friend or what it is that you need from your friend. Maybe you have been really clear in the way that you support them when they ask you, you know, I'm, I'm having this baby shower or I'm, uh, can you come help me move? You, Lord, when people ask you to move, that's how you know that's your friends. <laughs> and you show up and you're there. And then every time you ask your friend, like, oh, guess what? I'm moving this time. You go, oh, well, I'm busy. Or sometimes that does happen, right? Like, yeah. so maybe you are really clear on what you're asking for. Maybe you are showing up for your friends the way they ask you to and and you're not receiving that from them and then that's the point where you know what maybe this relationship has expired maybe you've been doing a ton of work on yourself to where it you now see it differently maybe up until then it didn't bother you as much but now you've been in therapy and you've been learning about relationships and you've been learning about boundaries and you're like wait a second Mm -hmm. this relationship is very one-sided and, and maybe you aren't being supported, but right. there are steps that you can take prior to that, you know, and the first one being, you got to be real clear on what it is that you are expecting. And then you got to be really clear and asking for that. And then you got to give people the space to decide whether or not they can show up for you like that. Right. Right. I think that's, that's very clear and very like, you got to have the conversation. Yeah, and those conversations are hard. Yeah, it's definitely they're uncomfortable, different. and it, and it's but it's necessary, um, because so many times in in life in general, 
we have expectations of others and they don't even know it. And mm-hmm. so they have filled in your eyes and they never got the opportunity to show up the way that they could have yeah. if they had just known and understood the importance of it, right? Because there are times we ask people to do stuff and, and they're just like, oh no, I can't do it. And you're not thinking anything of it. But this one time was the time and they just didn't know. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes uh, my friend uh, told me this when I was going through some stuff. Uh, she was saying that, what happens is when we have things going on, like if we are starting a new business or we have a, a great amount of stress because of something happening in our personal life, the struggle is at that point, we sometimes expect people to show up a little bit more, but they're just being who they've been throughout your whole relationship. And so maybe you don't even think that you need to tell them because they're around yeah. and they see it. So you would hope they would. But the reality is if they, if they're doing what they've always done, are they really wrong for that? Are they really yeah. wrong for not recognizing like, Oh, this is a time when that person might want me to go like two or three steps further than what I typically do. Because they're thinking like, this is just how relationship and this is how I show up. And this is typically how it works. Not understanding that you may want more. And so I right. think sometimes we, we take these big events um, that when we have stuff going on and that defines the relationship. And we think because that person didn't go two, three steps further than what they normally would, then, yeah. well, why wouldn't you? You should know. Yeah. And it's like, well, how? I was being yeah. who I've always been in this relationship. I didn't, if you had told me, hey, I need more, then maybe I could have shown up. But, yeah. you know, that doesn't, it's not an automatic thing sometimes. And I think the other important thing is when, they recognize that something might be off with you like and they ask you good and you say yeah no it's fine it's fine no I'm good no it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine knowing damn well it's not fine and then you hold them you hold it against them later like so if I if if your friend is trying to have the conversation with you like we good like you seem a little off and you're frustrated yeah and you're frustrated and it's like no nothing it's fine it's fine but then a week two weeks a month from now you know it's not it's clearly not fine because you're acting funny or we haven't spoke or you're not inviting me to the happy hours anymore so are you able to let your friend know i was disappointed i was hurt that hurt my feelings, you know, because it may not even be on your friend's radar. And, and especially if you're telling them, no, I'm good. And then yeah. still holding it against them. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we have to, I think we want in our lives, mind readers. We oh, yeah, because then we don't have to do as much work. We don't have to do the work to ask. You just know. And just we know, have please. that expectation. It's like, well, if we're really that close, you should know. If, yeah. if you really love me and, you know, you should know. And it's like, that's not how things work, though. Or yeah. maybe a lot of times they do and they are aware, but maybe sometimes they miss the mark. Or maybe sometimes they ask you directly and just what you said, and you tell me I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And while I know you're not fine, I can't force anything on right. you. Right. So that puts that person in a hard situation because if you're telling me I'm, you're fine and I'm like, well, I'm going to show up anyway. I don't care what you say. And it's like, right. well, no, I really don't want you to show Like, right. how do they make that determination of yeah. what's okay? So you can't expect anybody in your life to be a mind reader. You have to let them know and be honest. Be honest with yourself and be honest with them. And if you, if you have been that person that's like, okay, I wanted support in this way. I wasn't clear. Maybe I even pushed them away. Mm-hmm. I have to take accountability for that if I want support in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also asking yourself, is my friend going through something? You know, if, if this isn't typical for my friend, 
to not support me? How do I know my friend is not going through something also? So again, it just always goes back to doing this tough work of sitting with the discomfort of having uncomfortable conversations. We don't always have the skills or, or even know what words to say or how to introduce it without I think that's part of the fear is without making the situation worse. Um, and so we hope sometimes by getting some distance from it, it'll go away. But most of the times it just feeds resentment. But we have to, we have to do the work. I think, again, we can really see how, I, you know, love is a verb. And that means love in friendships. Also, it requires us to show up even when it doesn't feel good. So right. it doesn't feel good, but I'm going to show up because I love you. You're my friend. I value the relationship. And we're going we're gonna to talk this through um, and see if we can salvage the relationship. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't. But, but sometimes you can. Well, and I will add one last thing. I think right now, with us going through everything with COVID-19 is that a lot of us are under more pressure than usual. Yeah. A lot of us, our window of tolerance is really, really low. Uh, you know, different people are de dealing with it differently. Some of them are really worried about finance. Some of them are really worried about physical health. Some people have lost people, you know, loved ones already. Um, mm -hmm. And there's so much going on, this really isn't the time to be testing our friendships also, because it could be there right now. Maybe my friend isn't as available, but I can't forget that my friend is also going through right. this global crisis the same time I am. Right, right. So maybe not testing or, or putting a lot of a lot of those expectations on those people at this point and yeah. understanding that there's different levels of stress happening all around us including this one that we're all going through together together mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for sure so what i'd like to say then ebony is if anything comes up you need to have this conversation with me because because that's just how it's gonna be <laughs> you have to communicate you know me <laughs> uh, you know i gotta be dragging it out of you <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Are you okay? Okay. Or okay. I am. Everything is fine. <laughs> Nobody asked me that one time. They're like, every time you answer, it's like, yeah, everything's fine. I'm like, well, typically it, it is. We still here. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's the barometer, right? That like, is the, like, is everybody still alive? Yes. Okay. Okay. That's it. okay. Then it's all good. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank y'all so much for watching um, and joining us today, listening on the podcast. Uh, make sure you follow us across social media, Melanin and Mental Health, Melanin Health on Twitter. Uh, follow us or subscribe, rate, comment, like all of that on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that stuff. We have started putting videos back up since we have to do videos to record anyway. So the podcast uh, videos are on YouTube as well. So check that out. And we will talk to y'all next time. Yeah. Take good care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves. <laughs>